It's another Monday here in the NHL, which means it's another Monday where I have to wake up to countless DMs saying, Andy, what are these Carolina Hurricanes? I mean, did you back the wrong horse or what? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I backed the wrong horse. When was the last time they lost in regulation? Oh, yeah. Five games? Oh, okay. Yeah. How far are they out in second place in the division? Oh, they're two points out of second place in the division. They must be playing the worst hockey ever. Every single year we hear, oh, those Hurricanes, man, they always lose in the playoffs because they go to the top of the standings and they expend all that energy. And then by the time they get to round two of the playoffs, they have no energy. And now what happens? They don't go their absolute hardest the first third of the season. And now what about, oh my God, how can now you're not a first place team? You're not serious. Why don't you use your energy? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. There couldn't be a team that is more fine long-term than the Carolina Hurricanes. Go! I know you guys love looking at second line left wingers and did he score 40 goals? Look at the six defensemen because that's what wins during the playoffs. The only team that rivals their six defensemen are the Vegas Golden Knights. There couldn't be a team I'm worried less about. I will bet any of you $500 that they finish first or second in the Metro and are in at least in the second round of the playoffs. You get to round two, you never know. You can catch a hot team. I mean, you saw Florida. They eliminated the, the, the best, the team with the most wins in the history of hockey last year. But if you want, you can go ahead and just, you know, back your cool, young, exciting New Jersey Devils who blow three goal leads in the third period against Vancouver. And then they come home and lose like eight to one to the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, that's a team you want to back. The New Jersey Devils are a glorified Ottawa Senators. They have highly skilled players. They rely on those highly skilled players. But in the meantime, we're just going to give up a ton of chances and power plays and Without goaltending, just hope that it all works out. See how that one works out for you. And we saw when an injury-ravaged Carolina team, take this Carolina team, who's not even playing with their starting goalie or Sveshnikov. So pluck even more pieces. Pluck Sveshnikov off. Take Teravainen out of that lineup. Take everyone that was missing in that second round. And you got the absolute obliteration of those New Jersey Devils. I could not be less concerned long-term. I'm not going to reiterate this anymore. And if I'm wrong about this, I'll join the carless crew who happen to be watching this video. Because defense wins in the long run, and defense usually leads to under something that we take a lot during the playoffs. You play defense, you win, and you win usually leads to unders, and that takes me to some of my first bets for the night. We're going to start with a team who is on a road trip. They're three games into it. This is going to be their fourth game. They got shut out in the first two. And then they held Edmonton to one goal in their own building. This is the Florida Panthers. Three games on this road trip, three straight unders. And we saw a 5-1 win after those back-to-back -back shutouts. And I think they're going to take that same formula and bring it right into Calgary. I do lean Florida after that last win. I think it'd be real weird. After back-to-back -back shutouts, having a great performance, and then going into Calgary, an extremely beatable team, and laying an egg. However, what I like even more is that under six and a half. Whether they're being shut out or shutting down the other team, Florida on the road, the ruckus seems to spin down there in Fort Lauderdale. That's where the mayhem happens with those Florida Panthers. We don't see it on the road as much. This is another road game, and... Look, they held Edmonton, a team who's been scoring in waves to one goal. I think Calgary should be a little easier to handle unless they're asleep behind the wheel. I'm going to go under six and a half in that one. 
and I'm leaning the direction of Florida. Another under that I like, a team who is playing unbelievably well right now, and that is the Winnipeg Jets. You consider the fact that they lost uh, their best offensive player in Kyle Connor. It's an interesting thing. When the Islanders lost Matt Barzal last year, everyone just assumed this is it for them. This is now they definitely can't make the playoffs. You weirdly make your game more simple when you lose your best offensive player. You don't start thinking you're better than you are. You take the chances that are there. You play a little more conservatively and try to eke out some of these games. Well, if you're going to do that, I mean, you've seen that in a bunch of these wins they've had. Almost every single one has stayed under. Maybe one went over with a last-second empty netter. Hellebuck's playing well. They're playing well as a five-man unit. They've won, what, five out of six or something like that? Good spot for them. Obviously a disgusting price, but I like the under six and a half. And yes, we're going to have to bump that up. I like the under six and a half in this game. Unless you foresee Winnipeg blowing, you know, six to one, and then it's going over. But the fact that they don't have Connor, I just, I think that that lessens the chance that Winnipeg is going to truly run up that score at home. I guess we will see. This is an opportunity to take a bet that I've talked about on the pick and corner show for a couple straight weeks right now. I keep explaining it on the show so that it's cemented into people's head because people got it half right after week one, 75% right after. Now I feel like they're finally starting to understand it. And that is like, if you like Winnipeg to win, we're going to take Winnipeg to win, or you could even do the under six and a half either, or let, let, let's say you do like Winnipeg, Winnipeg to win and two players who are not on the top line, and not on the top power play. Two line mates. Remember, this was the Anders Lee, JP Pajot type thing when we were betting against them, when they were both on the third line and neither were on the top power play. So we're looking for a team on the road, two line mates who are not on the top line or the top power play. You do that with the Montreal Canadiens in this game. You take two secondary players, the under on their player point props with the Winnipeg Jets to win, or if, if not the Jets, just the under, because obviously the correlation under six and a half usually means a lot of people won't be scoring. And even if they are scoring, you're looking just to be correct that it's not coming from that line, that that secondary power play unit that's getting only 40 seconds of time. So it's one of my snake tricks that I use. You can check out the full explanation on picking corners on my YouTube channel, which you can access by clicking my name in blue in the title of this video. So yeah, under six and a half to both of those. And I know you we got people who are always clamoring for raw. Someone said, don't forget us raw doggers out there. God forbid I forget the raw doggers. Okay, Mr. Dog, I got a little something for you. But you guys should know this already because this is not give a man a sniff video. This is a teach a man to sniff video. Who did we have play last night? We had the Anaheim Ducks play. They played those New Jersey Devils and waxed them in their own building. Now, what do they have to do? Yes, they have to travel to Detroit. And who started in goal yesterday? Oh, yes, it was Gibson. It was their starter. So what do we? Oh, we're getting their second goalie. This is a good spot to take Detroit. And Detroit actually just got shut out. So maybe we should put a second theory to the test. Last week, I told you, either if a team throws a shutout or a team is shut out, I like them in the under in the following game. Think about think about those Florida. They got shut out. Next game went under. They got shut out again in that second game. And then the next game went under because it was a, even it was a 5-1 win. They focused on defense. So that was under, 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 shutout rule complete there. We just saw Detroit get shut out by Philadelphia. Let's test it. Let's go under in this game. It'll give me the under in the Anaheim 
Detroit game, but I, this is a good spot for Detroit. They're, they're facing a team who played last night. They got that win out of their system. And Detroit really needs a win, I think. You know, the, when you look at those standings, every single point matters. Can't be dropping games to an extremely beatable team like the Anaheim Ducks who are coming into your building when you lost one to nothing over the weekend. So give me the Detroit Red Wings there. And then another team I feel okay about. Pretty good. They're not going to have Jake Ottinger, but he hasn't played that great all year anyway. That's the Dallas Stars. The artist formerly known as the cockroaches, the Kraken, are coming into town, but we've stepped on those roaches this year like they're a shell of their former selves. And they're taking that relatively poor record into Dallas. Here's how you know a team is struggling offensively. When you go to the player point props and the guy with the highest odds... The guy you have to pay the most for is a defenseman, and that's where the Seattle Kraken find themselves, where Vince Dunn is their highest projected player to register a point. That's how you know your team ain't really uh, lighting the lamp, but Dallas eliminated these cockroach Kraken, the former cockroach Kraken from the, uh, from the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. I always thought that that gave you a little mental edge over a team. You eliminated them in that building. They're coming back to their building, not to quote rounders or anything, but that's like Buckner going back into Shea. And you can Google what that reference is. But maybe they'll get some hot flashes and Wedgwood will be able to wedge another win out of his ass like he did the other night when they came from behind against Ottawa and won in overtime. I'm going to take them. Price isn't great. But this is a great opportunity once again to go over to Bet Rivers and let's take my guy. I'm not a Robertson guy, but I am a Root Bay Hints guy. Give me Root Bay Hints, two plus points, and the Dallas Stars to win this game. Now, on Friday, I told you about the Mika Zibanejad, two plus points, and the Rangers to win against the Anaheim Ducks. Now, when I film this for you guys, I don't have the tickets available because when I'm filming it, the player point props aren't out yet. So I just kind of have to estimate it. But then on picking corners, I actually did that step by step. I did the betting ticket step by step. So if you need to reference that, once again, click my name in blue in this video's title. Go click on picking corners from Friday. And I actually assembled that Zabanajad bet. Now you can do the same thing. Rupe hints, two plus points, Dallas Stars to win. And that's going to give you the stars at a pretty fat price. And if you do that over at Bet Rivers and you've never bet there before, your first bet over there is going to be risk-free up to $500. 500 in some states, 250 in others, and 100 in others. You can find out what your state gives risk-free by clicking the link down below in the description of this video. And as Madonna said, it will take you there. But make sure if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, please call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That is what I have for you here on a Monday. I know you were looking for some ruckus, but sometimes, you know, it's no ruckus, no ruckus, no ruckus. Ruckus is not a thing that you just get to say like, oh, you, you can't find ruckus comes to you. OK, when it, when it finds its way to you, you take advantage of it, but you can't. But it's like, you know. I hate it when people always told me like, oh man, no, you, you can't think about wanting to wanting to chill with the girl. Like, because no, no, you, you have to just do nothing and then watch it come to you. You know how many times like, all right, let me do nothing then. Went on about my life. One week would go by, one month would go by. Hey, this not doing anything isn't working in my favor. Never believe people who tell you things like that, by the way. You go get the things you want unless it's ruckus. That has to swirl its way to you, and I will let you know when the next tornado is headed your way. Probably in tomorrow's video, I will talk to you guys then. Take it easy.